and welcome to the Record Celtic Podcast. I'm Liam Bryce and today I'm joined by Michael Gannon to discuss all the latest from Parkhead. On the pod today, Celtic have made their first signing of the January window with the capture of £3.5 million striker Patrick Klimala. So what can fans expect from him? And he could be followed by midfielder Ismaila Soro and all, all the latest on him plus everything else transfer related from Parkhead. I'm a nightmare already here. But, as I said, Michael, first signing of the window for Celtic, Patrick Klimala, um, 3.5 million. His signing was announced on TikTok. Are you on TikTok yourself? On TikTok? Uh-huh. I'm very aware that I'm showing my age, but I've not a clue what well, TikTok is. to be fair, I've not got much a clue what it is either, to be honest. It's, a, it's like a video, um, video sharing website you put music over things and right. apparently it was Hoopy the, the Huddle Hound who right. appeared on camera I've still, still got a Bebo page so I, I, think it, I think it might have caused a, a lot of confusion amongst a certain demographic of the well there's one sitting the here there's TikTok I've got a watch and a clock but I don't know about TikTok <laughs> anyway uh, regardless of how he was presented to the public he is Celtic's first signing of the window um, 21 years old Polish under 21 international um one of those ones that's kind of came off off the radar a wee bit. Maybe some people were expecting a more a more established name, but it's yeah. certainly you know the, again it looks like one of those investing in potential. So what do you what do you make of the signing? Listen, it's a bit of a step onto the unknown because we we don't know an awful lot about the um, but the lad. I mean, we've seen the clips online and all that stuff, and he looks pretty quick, a decent finisher. Um, there's there's not a huge background of work he's only 21 years old he's only had a couple a season a bit playing kind of top flight football um, didn't quite cut it at Ligia Warsaw went out on loan uh, when he went he first moved to Jabalonia what do you call him? Jagalonia Jagalonia I believe um, uh, had a loan spell come back and he's, I think he started fairly kind of underwhelmingly when he kind of returned and he's and he's kind of blowed into life this season mm-hmm. um, everyone he talked to says he's a, he's a prospect he's a kind of a lad with a lot of potential he's 21 years old um, do Celtic need potential or do they need reality? Pfft, don't know. There's an argument that they could do with someone proven that costs a lot of money, but this guy's cost a lot of money. Yeah, three and a half million quid is, is no spare change, even with Celtic's money in the bank. So mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of got to come in. So they don't need another project player, really. They need a player that's going to contribute and help win the league. Mm-hmm. That's the immediate priority. Um, it's just a lot of dosh to, to spend on a, on a potential player, it has to be a player for the now. Um, so you'd think they'd get opportunities I mean Odds and Edwards carried the load this, this season um, still question marks over Lee Griffith's fitness and I see I've mentioned before if I can buy you I'm not, I'm not convinced that he's going to cut it itself long term so he, he will get opportunities here and there so it's up to him to kind of hit the ground running yeah. um, but we don't know it's a, it's a pretty much it's a looks a bit of a gamble um, so we hear the, the usual thing you talk to people in Poland and you get the kind of he's the next Lewandowski one minute or he's Polish Jamie Jamie Vardy the next minute that's mm-hmm. the kind of comparison. Yeah, um, you always get that. Um, it's um, right back to Stevie Fulton's new Bajio. <laughs> so you get these, you get what these, happened to that? Um, he was a good player. Yeah, was a good not player. quite not quite, not quite Baggio, Baggio, but yeah. who is right enough? Um, but he was a player. Um, so you, you got to take that a pinch of salt. It's, uh. all good, it's all good. It's all good. Knock about fun hearing that kind of stuff. And it, yeah. it's, um, listen, it's what punters like to hear that kind of stuff. You don't know much about them. You, if someone says these things, um, you, ju- you jump on it. But the proof will be in the pudding with this guy. He's got to hit the ground running. He's got, yeah. to, sc- he's got to score eight, ten goals in the next 
four months, I think, to, to contribute to this season. Yeah, I mean, he certainly, from you know what you can see of him, he certainly does seem to offer something different to your Odson Edward. Um, seems to like to play on the shoulder. Yeah, he's quick, likes to get in behind. So I mean, it's a, it's a different option in that sense. Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that Celtic have perhaps needed up top, or is it just you know? You know, you're always looking for pace. Pace these days, you keep getting told is is, um, is key these days. So again, with a bit of pace, um, is, is is welcomed. A lot of times, you have to play though. You're playing against kind of deep line defences and it's back to the wall stuff or low blocks, as some of our colleagues would, would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more about the kind of finesse to find the wee gaps. So he might have to adapt his game slightly because he might not get a chance to play on the shoulder as much uh, in terms of running behind. Because there may not be any space in behind. Yeah. So they may have to adapt that part of his game. Um, but listen, he's been he's been scouted over a period of time and uh, and Celtic like what they see. Um, so he does sound different to to Odson Edward, who's good at the intricate stuff and link up play and spinning. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that is. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the jury's going to be out. We'll have yeah. To wait and see. Exactly. But I mean, I suppose they've already had you know a couple of signings since the summer who have exceeded expectations yeah. you know, like the, the likes of Frimpong, Frimpong who was yeah. an unknown quantity and he's so there is always the possibility that you know this could follow follow in that but you know you mentioned Lee Griffiths where do you, you feel that this this signing now leaves him because it, it was you know it was hard enough for him you think to yeah to get game time these past few months well the only thing keeps saying that he's, he's not interested in putting him out on loan but I think I think a loan deal wouldn't be the worst idea for him mm-hmm. at this point in time. Um, I think he's just about back to the kind of cusp of the, the first team squad. He's kind of played bits and bobs, wee cameos here and there. But th- these wee kind of cameos aren't going to help him build fitness because it invariably gets chucked on either when Celtic are 2 or 3 nothing up and the game's done, the intensity's dropped, or he gets thrown on when Celtic are chasing us out, like, as in the, the old firm game, and, and then it's a bit frantic, really. Mm-hmm. It's not really a, a chance to get to build fitness as such. Um, so I think a, wee, I think a loan spell for for a few months to get. I think he may write this season off for him really. Yeah. Um, if he gets a loan spell somewhere, scores a few goals and plays every week, I think it would be beneficial. I think so. We get a new player in the summer. Mm. Um, also, we have done a wee bit for t- t- tomorrow's um, tomorrow's record about it as well. You got to bear in mind as well. If you give, if you give, if you hand the league us over to a, a Premier League a Premiership rival, mm-hmm. you're tooling them up. <laughs> I mean, you're, you, so it might well be that if you're, if you're if he's at a Hibs or a Kilmark, who uh-huh. I'd imagine both would be would be, would be kind of possibilities. Um, he might be scoring goals against Rangers that could be quite beneficial. So he yeah. might actually play a bigger part, not yeah. at the club. I've seen people mention that right enough. That's, right? What, that's, uh, that's what I've, 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 I think that it. We so get fit, play most weeks, and score a few goals, uh, and he might inflict a bit of damage. He might take a pinch a point against Rangers here and there against. Um, in the running, which could mm-hmm. prove crucial, so he may even play a big role that he in the club. Yeah, but I think for him, getting games is, is important. Um, and especially with the new signing coming in, you've got to think that it bumps some further in the pecking order. Yeah, um, this guy's going to get a chance, but then again, think. Celtic, you, you need to have Celtic were left without any strikers for four weeks there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they got through that period and, and won a trophy and, and, and progressed in Europe and done all and managed to get, get through it without dropping any points in the league. But they'd rather not repeat it. But he, he can't be chancing that again. Exactly, exactly. He can't be chancing that again. Um, I mean, he did do well to go through that period without a striker. Um, fairly gentle run in the league at that point in time, I remember, as well. Um, so, albeit the cup final wasn't um, without a striker, wasn't ideal for the first no. hour. Uh-huh, certainly. Um, so, 
it's a, I can understand why Lennon would think, no, I don't want to be letting him go. But maybe for his benefit and the long term benefit of the club, because he's along the long contract, yeah, Griffiths as well. Then, then I think a loan spell could be could be good for him. Yeah, I mean, because you see after that, I can see both sides. The amount of time that he spent out, it it really does need a kind of consistent run of games. Yeah, Just football, games. and it's it's difficult. You think to see where that's where that's going to come from. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, we're expecting. Uh, the Ivorian midfielder Ismaila Soro to perhaps be the next signing mm-hmm. uh, through the door. Um, Celtic, I think it was in today's paper. Celtic hopeful pretty to close, get one yeah, that I over the line soon. Do you understand that that's still on track? Apparently so yeah, I think that's pretty close. It should be should be should be settled. Yeah, it's a market um, Celtic of uh, the Israeli league. Of yeah, it's another one of these clubs. A bit like the, the Polish club as well. Is it Benai Benai Yehunda? So I don't know if these are actual football clubs or, or Star Wars characters. <laughs> I don't know if it, it sounds like Benai Yakunda sounds like some Star uh-huh. Wars. Um, I, don't, I don't know much about them, I must, I must admit. Um, but as a market, Celtic I've, I've, I've tapped into and had, had success in. Mm-hmm. Even recently, um, El Hamid's come and done well. Yeah. Favourite agent? Well, it's a guy that, that, that the club and, 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 and Len has trusted through the years. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you look near Beton, Effie Ambrose, um, Rami Gershwin. Didn't work out quite so well. Yeah, um, there's been a few a few oh, misses as well, but a few hits. Mm-hmm. So, and this guy, I mean, you can tell. Sometimes you can tell with the reaction from the, the former clubs, and they're they're pretty gutted to be, to be losing them, and they think it's a hard man to replace. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's another one that, that I think um, they've been quite open about it. Yeah, really, yeah, they're, they're pretty pretty uh, disappointed to lose them. Um, so it depends again, very un- untested at that uh, uh, level. Celtic are at, so we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, defensive midfield player. Is it maybe a kind of realization? You know, you, you, you look at the amount of games that Scott Brown and Callum McGregor get yeah. through. Is it just maybe a realization that they could do perhaps with a, an extra pair of legs could, to yeah, take the I load mean, off at times? I mean, I mean, you still expect them to play the vast majority of games, yeah. I suppose, don't you? Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't expect to see Sorrow coming in and being a regular every week no. for the season. So it may be one for down the line as well. I mean, you've got to think Scott Brown has got for, what, 35 this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, you're going to need to, to take a bit of a load off. Um, Carl McGregor, I think, maybe sometimes is more effective to fill up the pitch, or, but then again, you've got other options there, so I don't know. So it does help to have someone in there. Um, I don't think Abu Kiwasi is going to be that man now. Have it after so about do you think years. this is perhaps the end for... Ah, I mean, I think so. It's just not going to happen, is it? No, it's not. It's not going just happen happened, now. does it? It's no. Um, three million quid didn't drain, mind you. Right enough. Um, wasn't that wasn't a cheap sign either. Um, he was billed as the as the future Scott Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, never really never really cut it, unfortunately. Yeah. They had a little glimpse. And that was um, Brendan Rodgers that said that as well, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? It wasn't just a. Yeah. You know, a um, he saw him as, he saw him as a long term successor to Scott Brown, but it, it, it never really worked. He's never, I don't think it's ever looked like working. I think they had mm-hmm. a little glimpse here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think since um, since Steve McLean had a little gab at him, I don't think we've seen much of him since. To be I'm honest. not, to be fair, no. Um, he got an injury as well, though, didn't that he? That same day, yeah. He had a bad injury that day as yeah. well, and he's not really been seen since. So I, it's one that's written off, I think, as a as a, as a, a poor move. I don't see him, as, as time at Celtic's coming to a close, um, probably sooner than later. So it's Sorrow on the way, uh, and one of the other names that... Uh, Celtic have, have been linked with, um, kind of had a lot of it in the paper and, and online uh, is uh, Tyrese Campbell down at Stoke City. So this is quite an exciting one. It's one of those yeah. ones that could probably, they could get him for you know, a real cut price 
yeah. cross-border fee, and then there's also the aspect of Rangers being interested. What's your understanding of this one? I mean, you'd think there's also interest down down south in them as well. It there seems is, to be quite an exciting the, the prospect. Kids, the, this kid is creating a lot of interest. Yeah, there is. Um, there is teams in England who could, could pick him up without an eyelid. I mean, teams, even Premier League teams, I think, are sniffing about him as well. He's mm-hmm. only about 19 years old. Yeah. Um, so there is interest in him. The, the benefit of this cross-border rules is that, that Celtic and, and Rangers could could put money in his pocket rather than Stoke's pocket, um, which is what they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, the likes of Dembele at Celtic, Aribo at Rangers, and they get them for a cut-price deal and then give them the sign-on fee. Mm-hmm. So And sometimes it's, it balances out. I mean, it can be... I mean, I think Dembele didn't do too badly when he signed. It was billed as a, a 500 grand signing. Yeah. Wasn't well, it really a but 500 grand signing? On um, the face of it. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's what, that's, a that was a transaction between the clubs. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, you done all right. Mr. Dembele had, had, had walked away with a couple of, couple of carabags mm. full of cash at some point. Yeah. Uh, maybe not like that. It sounds a bit. Lock stock with two smoking barrels. It was all legit. <laughs> I, I know. Can I we stress that we're, we're sure that yes, it was all very much above board? There's no envelopes. But um, that's how it works. And, and that's why it's appealing to some of these guys. It's uh-huh. a good move for them, um, and they get, they get weighed in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't discount Celtic from that one. I think they are very keen, but they're, they're not the only ones. Um, Rangers are interested because it's, they're now finding themselves in a similar market for yeah. for players now. Then they're going to bump into each other. I think Aribo was the one as well. I think Celtic flagged him up as a potential. Thank you. It was yeah. on the watch list mm-hmm. for a while, Aribo, uh, as it was with a lot of clubs. So they, Celtic Rangers now find them in the same market. They'll bump, they'll bump into each other at games and, and across the board. Bit of a throwback to a wee bit bygone era. A wee bit. I mean, Celtic, to, I think, still extent. have got the, the clout to, to muscle them. Yeah, certainly. If they if they if they really want to, mm-hmm. um, uh, but they will find that they are fishing in the same pools. Yeah. Again, at times. And Celtic, I've got. I suppose they've got that. You know, you mentioned like said Dembele. Uh, you know, they can use these guys as examples to yeah. potential new signings. You know, look what we did for him, and we can also yeah. also do this for you. It's yeah. there's, there's there's a precedent there, isn't there? Yeah, and they'll and they'll, they'll probably see it again with Odson Edward as well, mm-hmm. um, who who follow the same path as Dembele, um, with a view going the same direction. So that, that the model is there, and have got the examples. Mm-hmm. We're back to Virgil Van Dijk, Van Yamas, Hooper's right, right back. Um, so there is that. That's what that's what Celtic sell to these players, especially ones that run the up. That's what Celtic trying to pick these guys up who are going places, mm-hmm. polish them up, play them, get success, and then sell them for a, for a big fee. Yeah. And it's what something that doesn't. But there's been like that. The, the miss rate you're always going to miss more than you hit. But uh-huh. when you get the hits, it, the, the vast amount of money involved. I mean, I mean the Van Dyke, um, Dembele, then Tierney was slightly different coming through the academy. But the the, the, the markup they get balances out the ones that missed. So every for every Kuasi, you can you, well, you can afford half a dozen Kuasis for every Dembele. Uh huh. And I I try to say that Odson Edward. Uh huh. Yeah. Certainly, he seems to be going the same. I think the last time we were on, did I think you may or may not have said that you think this might this summer might be his time, and then no sooner do we say that, and then we've got Leicester City hovering around. So I mean. Brendan Rodgers obviously it's knows an obvious one that one yeah knows, knows a bit about, about him yeah. um, but would you expect that'll be if anything in the summer I, I mean it's kind of unthinkable that he would I don't think it'll go I don't think it'll go in this window unless something no. really silly comes out yeah. I mean you can't d- discount it because um, there's still the window's still for a few weeks and a, a sizable bid could come in that might, that might turn his head don't, at this point in time I think 
I mean, he doesn't talk much to to media, Odson, but speaking to people around him, he does seem pretty content just now. Mm-hmm. He's playing well, um, but I think come the summer, I think it's back to back to Ben and Rodgers. He said it's like a, a two year um, kind of cycle with these these kind of players that come in. They mm-hmm. come in, do two years, then he gets old. Turns out also went for managers. <laughs> <laughs> just to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> supply to players. It turned who, out. Aye, who um, would have thought? Yeah. So, but, uh, so I would expect. I would expect the the, the the Edward camp to be um, pushing a wee bit in the summer mm-hmm. to see what see what's out there. But it depends. I mean, he's still a young guy, Edward, and he might he might not want to do a kind of intermediate leap. He might want to try and, and keep going until he gets the, the offer he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's happened before. Um, certain players they they can they can do. That, I suppose like Van Dijk took the, the next step. He went to the intermediate level and then. Yeah, um, but maybe do you hang about and try and get a higher ranking club or mm-hmm. another, if it's not quite what you want um, yeah. immediately I don't know it's, it depends um, it, will be, it will be interesting Edward he's, he's a quality player yeah I mean there's even been weak in a bits and pieces down south about Manchester United even though yeah and current in the current state um, Leicester obviously not as big a club but I mean Leicester if they keep going the way they are they're Seem nailed on for the Champions League. Yeah, but still, and they can still they can still spend hundred grand a week plus, mm-hmm. which is all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you take it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was it's on about, offer, it's about three zeros a, a month a week more than I get. <laughs> yeah. um, but as we said, you know that seems to be one. I think it was summer. I think it was summer. summer. I don't think yeah. famous last words because the deadline day is always about hear them scare them. But I think I think well, it was summer. Yeah, I was. Uh, so Celtic fans they can't blame us if it does yeah, if it does uh, <laughs> take a turn between here and now I mean it's not just incomings you probably expect a few to go this month I think we're certainly looking it looks as though Lewis Morgan is yeah. off to the MLS it's an interesting interesting move that you know the new club yeah. kind of David Beckham element what do you make of that? I still think it's a bit of a lifestyle choice rather than a football choice mm-hmm. going to the MLS. Listen, I know it's an up-and-coming league and listen, some people rave about it, but I, just, I still don't think the quality is the same. Listen, we're talking about Scottish football, so we're not talking about Serie A here mm-hmm. or the Premier League, but I still think that... that listen, a chance to move to Miami for to do your job. <laughs> I mean, you can understand it. Yeah. Um, it's appealing. But I, I, I still think it's a wee bit of a kind of um, more lifestyle choice than a footballing choice. Mm-hmm. I think I think Lewis Morgan would probably play for about. I think he'd get a game for most teams in Scotland outside Celtic Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could probably play for a lot of teams in the, the English Championship as well. Um, so. Uh, I mean, I can understand these reasons for going to mm-hmm. America, and uh, to be honest with you, it's hard to argue with them mm-hmm. because you only get one shot in the swings, and you think, "Well, go, go and enjoy your life." But yeah. in terms of his, his football career, I would have thought maybe even stay in Scotland for a bit longer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I mean, Gary McKay, Stephen did something similar. He went out there. Johnny Russell as well, uh, wasn't it? Johnny Russell, Johnny yeah. Russell, but Russell did a, did a career. He was going towards the end, he not was, towards yeah. the end, but he was like, maybe his last kind of last kind of move. Uh-huh. Um, Gary Kai Stephen, maybe not quite, but um, 
Gary Kai Stevens, I think he did limited different kind of maybe some maybe Morgan similar but Gary Kai Stevens is probably too lightweight to play in the championship in England. Mm-hmm. I think I think that league is just a I mean it's full of brutes. That <laughs> it really is. I mean it's, uh-huh. it's no, yeah, land I mean, of the giants. People, people talk about up here, but I mean no, down no, there it's championship's land of the giants. And I, and I think he's maybe a wee bit too slight. So I can understand him maybe thinking well do I, do I go to play that at twenty eight, twenty nine, do I go play with Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts, that's that kind of thing. Or do I go and live in, <laughs> live in New York? <laughs> So I can't. I disagree with that one. Yeah. But Lewis Morgan's a bit younger. He's a bit, I think he's a wee bit bulkier, a bit stronger. But I don't know. I can, listen, different experience, doesn't it? I mean, and be, if it doesn't work for him, I suppose yeah. he does have plenty of time to then. He'll have nothing that credit in the bank to yeah. come back. So yeah, I can understand it. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't see him having a long term future at Celtic. Done a job. Like we talked mentioned earlier on about stepping in. He put up front for four weeks. He did. Yeah. He done okay. But he's not going to play long term. He's not going to be Celtic's winger for the next three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. You don't see it. Yeah. So I think um, it's a strange, a strange move, a good move from from St. Man, but it was a bit of a strange one on the back of kind of a good, a good performance against Celtic in the cup. Um, I think Brendan Rodgers again saw him as a kind of one he could polish up mm-hmm. into a player, and I think he did. I did a bit of that as well. So was that very much? Do you think it was even very much a Brendan Rodgers signing rather than one that came through the yeah, oh yeah, yeah the recruitment he, department think, and yeah, did the same with Jack, with Jack Henry. Jack Henry. A good game against him. Yeah. And he, he thought he could polish him into a player. Um, that's the kind of thing. Like, did, did, I mean, listen, by the way, he did it with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So you, the, I mean, you can see his his, his motives were sound, uh, the theory sound. But uh, I just think it might have been a wee bit of a step too far for for for, yeah. for young Lewis. A good lad, a good player. Never let Scotland down either. No, he uh, hasn't. Does this take him off the, the radar well, for Scotland? Because you, you it hasn't you with Johnny him. Russell. And fair play uh-huh. to him, he, he comes back for limited game time sometimes. Yeah, and he always makes himself available and comes back. So mm. not necessarily. Um, but Johnny Russell had seven or eight years in the Scottish League and another five, six years in the English Championship. So he mm-hmm. had a, a, a body of work yeah. to bank on. I don't know if Lewis has got that to fall back on yet. Um, so it remains to be seen. Um, I think it would be difficult for him. And the travel is difficult as well. Mm-hmm. The yeah, season's a different character as well. Because, uh, I mean, it's, it seems to be hard enough to get guys to turn up from across the border, <laughs> never oh, exactly. mind across the exactly. Atlantic. Exactly. So, But listen, I think, he, I think he's a guy that would always turn up. Mm-hmm. But um, with the hamper, he's long-term chance with Scotland they might do um, but I, I, I say I must admit I don't I don't watch a lot of MLS I think it's a quite slow every time I've watched it it seems mm-hmm. I always think there's something on my skybox yeah I think there yeah. is a, there is a perception that it is improving all the time I mean yeah. it, it's I think I mean again I'm far from an expert on it but it's as if it's, it has done or they are doing a lot to try and shed the sort of Retirement home, yeah. Image they're getting good, they get good crowds and stuff like that. It's really caught. It seems to be catching on. But mm-hmm. I still think the actual matches themselves. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of. It looks to me a lot like the British game did, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Quite slow, lot, lot direct ball and all, a lot mm-hmm. of long balls. It's weird. I mean, I, I, I dip in out of it. Like most people, just be a flicking channels. And you know, if it's on, you watch it. I've seen about last season. It does a lot, a lot of Route One stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it's weird. Uh, it's <laughs> a very direct kind of way of playing. I know. Even um, I thought that as well. I don't know. It seems been, a bit strange. It's after what the coaches have been watching, kind of um, match of the day in the eighties. Uh-huh. That's what they the model. Uh, right. That's just how they do it. Yeah, over yeah. There. Right. Um, so, but uh, as I say, that's just from <laughs> a two-minute view of, <laughs> right, of the, okay. the, the road. The, the, the Seattle basket tins, what you call them. Okay. <laughs> um, is that one as well? <laughs> Is that is this? Do we understand that as like Celtic having just 
an offer just coming in for Morgan and it's then it's got from him that Celtic won't stand in his way because I don't think he is going to be long term and they're hearing as well that from boys in Dubai were saying that that Marion Shved who we mentioned was in the Marvin Compier suite for a few months he might be emerging from the Marvin Compier suite that might be a bit of cardiology to try and give him a bit of, a bit of an incentive. I don't know. Uh-huh. I suspect it might be. Yeah. But at some point, you'll need, need to make an impression. Yeah. Um, or, or he'll be joining along <laughs> with Kowasi in, in the compar- complex. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, well, so what do you, you kind of touched on it briefly, but what do you make of, you know, Lennon giving him a sort of, throwing him a wee in his press conference? I think it's an incentive. I think it's, um, I've not forgot about you. Um, I said, it's hard for the lad. Dad came in uh, from Ukraine, hardly any English, very little English. Very young as very well. Very young, so it's, it's difficult for him. Mm. So it, would, it was always going to take him a bit of time. Um, I thought he looked pretty decent anytime I saw him in flashes. He's looked. Technically, he looks. He looks. He I mean, looks a wee good. bit, again, a wee bit lightweight as well. But that might come. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the kind of development physically, because someone like Ryan Christie, who was a bit, who was a bit kind of. Um, I, think, I suppose he's the perfect example, really, isn't he? Because it yeah. takes time and it. Uh, there was a time not so long ago where, you know, I dare say a lot of people thought that it wasn't going to happen for him. Either, yeah, well, he so. looked a bit lightweight as well when he first arrived. He's a bit kind of wishy-washy, and now he's a tank, and he's well, he's a hard man. He's got red cards <laughs> he's and violent conduct man. and all that. He's um, hatchet man, Ryan aye. Christie. Yeah, so he's um, so um, aye. So it's possible, but I think it, it was always going to take a bit of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard, hard move for him, but it does look his ability. Yeah. So we'll see how he. But he's still, I mean, he is still behind, you would think, the likes of Mikey Johnston, El Yanusi to come back as well. It might yeah. still be a... Um, but there's not really been any talk of Shved going on loan, really. I mean, I don't know if that no. would be right for him at this point in time, no. really, when you... You might have, as Zani, you say... about as well still, I think. He's well, back, yeah, he actually, Cena, um, he cropped up in, the, in Dubai, didn't he? It was, yeah. So, I mean, he can't be too... Far off. Uh, I mean, it was one of those ones you would see pictures from Celtic training, and he he would be there or thereabouts sometimes, but he yeah. always looked to be doing kind of work on his own. But now he seems to be back involved. In yeah, but again, it's hard he, to say how that one's going to go. About him. I, mean, I was speaking to his um, Australian manager and raved about him. Saying this kid's going to be top draw. Mm-hmm. But it's been a shame. I mean, the injury got was horrific. I mean, he got a real. If it happened to him even five years ago, I think that's a career ender. Yeah. The injury was so bad, so he's had he's a few setbacks in the way back from it as that's well. That's well over a year now, isn't Aye. it? Where he's so he had a horrendous injury that would have been a, a career killer not so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, I doubt we'll see much of him in the running, to be honest, but um, it depends. Maybe I think he's dealed up um, in the summer. It's a two-year deal as well. It signed. was, yeah. So... Uh, did they, did they renew it for another year and try and see them get him playing again? It depends where they are the season, doesn't it? It just depends how he is when he comes back, because it, it is a shocker mm-hmm. he had, unfortunately, for the kid. Because everyone you speak to said he had bags of talent. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. highly rated over on He made down a bit of an impression at the World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah. he um, I think he became one of the youngest players to play yeah. for us. Well, certainly Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he got the best three times, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, see, his manager um Australia ra- absolutely raves about him. He thinks he's he's one of the best he's ever seen. Yeah. That level because they were desperate. Australia, I, I saw to get him for these Olympic qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. Really, I've really, not so. played for a year. Uh-huh. So I mean, I yeah. suppose that that tells a story itself. Yeah. Okay, um, no, I'm not he's he's a big fan, but it just depends on how he's going to be yeah. in these games as well. So 
Yeah, just to touch again on transfers before we finish, you know, we obviously talked about Klamala earlier earlier in the podcast. Uh, but do we think that this him coming in kind of now draws a line under? Yeah, I think Andrew Sporar was the he I was think, I would think the, so. the first name that came up, but I suppose that doesn't look too likely now, does it? Well, I would think so. It depends on the, the thinking, the strategy. The, the, like I've mentioned before in this podcast, that if Celtic are planning for not just this window but beyond, if they can get, if if, if Spora is still available for say five million quid, which is a serious wedge, but he's a more proven mm-hmm. player, albeit at a level that as we've seen before might not be the, the greatest. Because yeah. um, it. There has to be an element of succession planning with Celtic because as I mentioned before, Edward is a is a, a real live danger of leaving in the summer, um, and anyone that doesn't think that is, is naive to the um, beyond belief. So I think if they're still planning and thinking that longer term, is 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 Klamala the guy longer term? We'll have to wait and see. It might well be. It might it might hit the ground running Celtic and bag a bag of the goals, and then it would it would soften the blow in the summer mm-hmm. for as any move for for Edward. But um, if there's somebody out there they can get that could be the next Hodgson Edward, yeah. who's the, who the next Dembele, um, then that's that's the way to go. Yeah. But but sometimes these guys can pop up and they don't really expect them to. I mean, um, you're never really sure. You're always looking for the next big hitter. That you, I mean, if you lose, you lose someone, I mean, um, it's like they lose Van Dyke at centre-half and you think they're looking for the next Van Dyke at centre-half. It might be that it's Christopher Ayer, mm-hmm. who nobody would expect that to be the case. Yeah. He might be the next one at centre-half to go for big money. Probably will at some point. Yeah. Uh, albeit he's still got a lot to learn. Um, so he, sometimes it's not quite as straightforward as going and buying Hudson Edward, who has looked like a pre-packed replacement for Dembele, mm-hmm. even when he came in the door. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. This guy might be that guy. Yeah. But if they are... Looking to, um, you said Klamala might be that could, guy. Well, you yeah. never know. That's what we uh-huh. don't know. I mean, it could be, or it could be the next Pavel Brozek. Brozek. Do you remember the Brozek? last? I mean, everybody always talks about how difficult January is as a as a market. Can you remember the last guy who who did come in in January and really did hit the ground flying? Lee Griffiths. Maybe. Uh huh. Um, John Gadetti. All right enough. Um, well, John Gadetti was that was a nightmare window that one. Because that was the one we arrived with um, Skipovic. Oh, two of them yeah. landed the same night. Set about after the two of them. Wanted one, one of the two, ended up with two of them. Um, <laughs> two for the price. Uh, well, I remember because I was working that night and it was the <laughs> week of my wedding. Oh, really? And my head was frazzled. So, um, unfortunately, I had, um, had John Gadetti sitting at my top table. And my, Are you wedding? My Auntie Jean going to Bone oh, really? Rapid Vienna. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> um, but I see that. So, it can get a bit frantic. That night was frantic. Uh-huh. I, think they, I, don't, I don't think they wanted the two of them. End up with two. Ended up with two. Uh, and Gadetti did well for the first time when he came in and done all right. He did, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So it can work. It can. I suppose it remains to be seen. Um, but that's all from us this week. Thanks a lot, as always, from it for joining me. Um, we'll be back next week, of course, but be sure to subscribe on Acast and iTunes to get this pod as soon as it's available. And you can also rate us on there as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.